Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Wednesday, July 31st, and this is your FT News Briefing. The Federal Reserve is expected to announce the first cut in U.S. interest rates in more than a decade. Apple delivered a strong outlook for the rest of 2019 despite shrinking iPhone sales. And investors have flooded into Saudi stocks this year. Plus, the FT's Chris Giles explains how the Russian government is trying to stop fraud and corruption in its tax system using some pretty sophisticated technology. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Despite the fact that the U.S. economy is experiencing its longest-running growth streak since at least 1854, Federal Reserve Chairman Jay Powell is widely expected to announce today the first cut in U.S. interest rates since the global financial crisis. It seems that Mr. Powell is taking preventative actions against a weakening global economic outlook and rising trade tensions between the U.S. and China. Just yesterday, President Donald Trump criticized China's handling of the trade talks with the U.S. His tweet sent the S&P 500 index down 0.3% on Tuesday. The Nasdaq Composite dropped 0.2%. European stocks were also lower following the U.S. president's trade comments. And today, investors will be paying close attention to the outcome of the Fed's rate-setting committee meeting. The FT's James Politi has more on what to expect. The Fed feels like it needs to buy some sort of quote-unquote insurance against a worse picture for the global economy. And it's a fairly remarkable turnaround compared to last year when the Fed was actually tightening monetary policy. Trade tensions have become a permanent fixture of the global economic landscape. And they are quite worried that weakness in the global economy could feed into U.S. growth as well. We've seen a decline in pace of U.S. growth from the first quarter, where it was at 3.1%, to the second quarter, where it was 2.1%. And I think that there's some concern that that sort of downsliding in the U.S. expansion could continue. And I think that's one of the reasons why the Fed is now entertaining a, a possible rate cut. It seems like the consensus within the Fed is for a 25 basis point cut. There are uh, some officials at the central bank who have been arguing for a larger cut of 50 basis points. But at the moment, it doesn't seem like that's where the consensus within the central bank is. There are actually some members of the Fed who are arguing that the economy is still strong enough that a cut isn't even required at this stage, pointing to a sort of near record low unemployment rates and the fact that consumption has remained fairly strong. Apple shares were up as much as 4% in after-hours trading on Tuesday. This was after the iPhone maker raised its outlook for the rest of 2019. It's now expecting to bring in revenues between $61 and $64 billion in its fiscal fourth quarter. That's a higher range than it had forecasted earlier. Apple plans to launch new services for video streaming, gaming, and its first foray into credit cards later this year. Meanwhile, in the three months that ended in June, the tech giant beat analyst estimates on revenue. It brought in $53.8 billion in sales. But iPhone sales continue to shrink. They accounted for just under $26 billion of overall revenue in the quarter. At 48% of sales, it's the lowest revenue share for the iPhone since 2012. 
Apple's services business and wearables grew, as did Mac and iPad sales. And investors have flooded into Saudi stocks this year. In March, some of the most followed emerging market benchmark indices started to include companies that trade on Riyadh's Tadawul exchange. These indices come from groups such as MSCI, FTSE Russell, and S&P Dow Jones. And last month, the Saudi government eased up on its rules around foreign ownership of publicly traded companies. As a result, the amount of money mutual and exchange-traded funds that invest in companies on the Saudi exchange has skyrocketed. EPFR Global Data reports that they're up to $4.8 billion in assets. That's up from just $356 million at the start of this year. Saudi Arabia has embarked on a sweeping change that aims to diversify its economy beyond the oil and banking businesses that dominate the local industry. The growth in money pouring into Saudi stocks shows just how influential these index providers can be when it comes to guiding assets across global financial markets. But it also raises questions about how indexing companies should treat authoritarian governments. Saudi Arabia was, of course, implicated in last year's killing of the journalist Jamal Khashoggi. And here's a closer look at a story you should know more about. Russia's tax system has been in need of reform for a while. To be fair, Russia is somewhat new to the tax-collecting game. In Soviet times, Russia didn't have taxes. After the fall of the Soviet system, Russia's economy essentially collapsed. And then, in the late 1990s, it created a tax system with the help of the IMF. But Russia continues to work out the kinks. There's been a lot of fraud and evasion in the tax system. That's Chris Giles, the FT's economics editor. Russia recently set its sights on cleaning up its tax system for ordinary people because the state needed the revenue. So Mikhail Mishustin, the head of the Russian tax service, sought to improve revenues with a cutting-edge system. In doing so, he might just be creating a model for the tax man of the future. The way they decided to do it, which is really interesting, was to make a very clean, quite a big VAT system. That's a value-added tax. And then have other very flat taxes and collect them very automatically. So that is very, very difficult to evade. They can see every transaction within 90 seconds coming in from anywhere in Russia into two huge data centers where they collect all the information. So it's not, so far at least, uh, being used for big brother oppressive state purposes, though clearly the state has a huge amount of power with the information they've now got. So this is where in other more mature democracies, I can imagine people might be really quite concerned if the state had that sort of information. So the, these small, like, we're not talking about oligarchs evading tax. These are everyday Russians. Um, can you talk a little bit about who the system is directed towards and why it's important? Yes, yeah, so there's two ways that people in all VAT systems have, if they wanted to evade the tax system, have done it. One is in the middle of the chains. So what tends to happen is someone claims a VAT refund and then the company that's sold the goods to them then disappears and never actually pays over the the VAT which is owed to the tax authorities. And so this is why it's very important to be able to match the invoices. So they get electronically every invoice for every transaction and then they can see very quickly if one company is persistently not paying. 
that generates a huge amount of data, but also they can see exactly what's going on and very quickly spot anomalies or spot corrupt tax officials because for every tax transaction, there's also a named tax official there. So they can see if one person has a lot of dodgy transactions where the chain is broken. And then the second place that VAT is often evaded, particularly in things like restaurant services, where people just at the right at the end of the chain just do it not on the books, they do it off the books. And that's where they have an electronic cash register. So all cash registers in Russia by law, have to be linked to the tax office. And so immediately, the moment something's rung through the till, it goes straight to the tax office, and then they can see patterns very quickly. So that if someone is doing a lot of things behind the scenes and off the books, compared with the restaurant next door who's not, they can very quickly see patterns about who might be evading tax, and then they can go and investigate. So overall, how have people reacted to the technology? So overall, it's just part of normal life. So whenever you get a receipt, there's a QR code on it. You can scan your QR code on the phone if you have the right app. That means you don't need to keep paper receipts because the electronic QR code is uh, regarded by law as a receipt. That means if you need a guarantee for a TV or whatever than that, you don't need to keep any paper anymore. So there are advantages for individuals. So it just just feels like a normal part of everyday life, which is just more advanced than certainly the US systems or the UK systems, which many of us know. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Today on the earnings calendar, we'll be following Spotify, Qualcomm, General Electric and Airbus, which are all set to report. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hi, this is Matt and Sean from Two Black Guys. With good credit. If you own or operate a business... Whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024.